0: How do entrepreneurs do business God's way? What does faith in business really look like? What strategies and mindsets are required to grow your business and fulfill your God-given purpose? Those are the questions this podcast will answer. My name is Jeff Elder, and welcome to Business God's Way. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Business God's Way podcast. My name is Jeff Elder. I am your host. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in today. I want to talk about a topic today about blessings. And I want us to kind of take a couple steps back because I think sometimes when it comes to our business and when it comes to the question of is God really blessing my business because oftentimes we just may be in a place where maybe we just don't see things happening as fast as we think they should or maybe business has slowed down and you're starting to wonder where the next client is coming from we all have our own idea of what blessings mean and we all bring those differences to the table. And I want us to look at a passage of Scripture today that reminds us what true blessings really are. And it is in this area of these true biblical blessings that we need to be focusing our time and our energy on. Because when we look at it, we are really blessed. You and I as brothers and sisters, as children of God, we have been blessed. We have been blessed beyond measure. And so I want us to to reframe this whole idea of what it means to be blessed. What does it mean to be blessed in business and it's not what we think it is and I want to read a passage from Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 through 14 and I want to highlight eight blessings that this passage brings out that you and I have access to you're going to have access to these blessings, to these promises. So let's begin reading Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 14. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ to the praise of His glorious grace with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace. Rich He lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of His will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him, we have obtained an inheritance you were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of His glory. My friends, I want us to hear. I want us to hear these blessings that we have So that we understand that we truly are blessed. Even when it seems like blessings are not happening. That is a lie from the enemy. And what we have in this passage is we have eight things. That have to do with this idea of spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. It says blessed Uh, Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. I want us to stop and think about that. You and I, as children of God, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And this passage brings out some of those blessings, but I believe there are many, many more but I want to focus in on eight. Eight blessings that this passage brings out. Number one, we have the blessing of being chosen. You and I have been chosen by God. Before the foundation of the world was even formed, you and I have been chosen. And we have been chosen for the purpose of being holy and blameless before him. He chose us to be holy. He chose us to be blameless. He chose us to be in a relationship with him. That is a blessing. That is a blessing to be chosen of God. To be given a purpose. So blessing number 1 is this idea of being chosen. Blessing number two in verse five it says he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons and daughters. You and I have been adopted. We have been brought into the family of God. We were strangers of God. We rebelled against God. And yet God chose to adopt you and I into his family. Into a family that we do not deserve, right? But yet he loves us. And as we'll see later, he sent his son to die for us. So that we can now be included into his family. We have been adopted, not because of anything we did, not because we deserved it, but because he loved us. And because we are adopted children of the king, we have these blessings. We have access to the kingdom of God and all the resources that are provided because of it. That is a blessing as well. Our adoption into the family of God is a blessing. The end of that verse, it says, he has blessed us in the beloved Now, some some translations will translate that as He has accepted us in the Beloved. You see, it is in Christ. It is because we are in Christ that He loves us. It is because we are in Christ that we are blessed. He accepts us for who we are Blemishes and all, we have been accepted because of Christ, because of the beloved. You and I are accepted. We are blameless. We have now the ability to be holy, to be blameless, because he has chosen us. He has adopted us. He has accepted us. And verse 7 this is the whole reason why adoption, acceptance, choosing can happen in the first place. In verse 7, it says, in him, we have redemption, redemption through his blood. The next blessing that we have, which is a spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, is redemption, redemption. Salvation. You and I have been redeemed. We have been saved from our sin. We have been made new. Our sins have been wiped clean. Jesus' work on the cross, the shedding of his blood, is what redeems us. It's what saves us. Think about that, my friends. That is a huge blessing. Our redemption. We deserve hell. We deserve hell. But yet through his blood, through the sacrifice of Christ, he redeems us. The next blessing is forgiveness. Forgiveness. We have been forgiven. It is because of this forgiveness of our sins that redemption is possible. The shedding of the blood of Jesus is is what covers our sins. Christ on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. Forgiveness, redemption, tremendous blessings my friends, right? Another blessing that we have in, is in verse nine it says, making known to us the mystery of his will. Making known to us the mystery of his will. This is an amazing blessing, my friends. As children of God, the mystery of God has been revealed to us. You may be asking, well, what What is that mystery? What is that mystery? And Paul answers this question in verse 10. It says, as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. The mystery of God wanting to unite all things in him, and for his glory. That is the mystery that God has revealed to us. We know that there will be a time in the future where this will take place. The, in the fullness of time, everything will be united. Everything will be renewed. That is his purpose. That is his plan. And he wants us to be an active participant in that plan, which is why it is a blessing that he reveals to us the mystery of his will, which is to unite all things to him for his glory. The next blessing that we have is in verse 11. In Him, we have obtained an inheritance. You and I have been given an inheritance. An inheritance that is yet to come, but nonetheless it is coming. We have the inheritance of the kingdom of God. We have the inheritance of living in the presence of God for all eternity. Right, this this inheritance that belongs to his ch- to his children. This inheritance is waiting for us, and what an inheritance it's going to be! We can't even fathom what this is gonna be like, but it's there. It is waiting for us. That is a huge, huge blessing. The next blessing I want to talk about is in verse 13. In him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance, until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. We have been blessed with the seal of the Holy Spirit, God's stamp of approval on us. It is the stamp that God's going to look at and say, yes, you qualify for this inheritance. You deserve this inheritance because of the work of Jesus on the cross. My friends, when we look at blessings through the lens of Ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 through 4, uh, 3 through 14, I hope that this reframes your mind around what it means to truly be blessed. Sure, God wants to bless us with physical things. He wants to bless us with with Tangible things of this earth. Absolutely, He does. But we cannot fix our eyes on those things alone. We have to have a much deeper understanding of what it means to be blessed by God. So let me go through these again. We have been chosen, we have been adopted. We have been accepted, we have been redeemed, we have been forgiven. The mystery of God has been revealed to us that in the fullness of time he will unite all things back to him. We have this glorious inheritance just waiting for us in heaven. And we have been sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit who is the guarantor of that inheritance for us. And when God sees that stamp, that seal of the Holy Spirit, that is what's going to guarantee that we take possession of our inheritance when we reach heaven. That is what I wanted to share with you guys today. And I, I hope that what I want most of all is to just allow the words of this passage to sink in, to resonate with your heart, with your mind, and with your spirit. Go back and read Ephesians 1 verses 3 through 14 over and over and over and over again until it sinks in. Until you begin to realize that no other blessing on this earth compares to the blessings that we have in the heavenly places. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. And when we walk this way, when we walk in this truth, when we run our business with this truth we become unstoppable. We become unstoppable because we understand where true blessings come from. We understand what those blessings are. And we can walk confidently in them. And we can do what God's called us to do in our business with full assurance that he loves us. He loves us so much that he gives us these spiritual blessings because of the work of Christ on the cross. Hi friends, I love your feedback on this. What are your thoughts? What are some things that maybe you need to reframe your mindset around when it comes to the blessings of God? Do you need to maybe come back to these foundational principles of what it means to be blessed. That you need to stand on these blessings, not on the blessings that come and go, or the blessings that are situational, or you doubt the blessings of God, or whether or not God is blessing you at all. Let this passage of scripture remind you that you truly are blessed in Christ, so let me know your thoughts. I'd love for you to reach out to me on Instagram over at jeldraa. You can email me at jeff at I'd love to get your feedback. That's it for today, my friends. I love you guys. I am praying for you guys. And as always, continue to do business God's way.